This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Millions of school kids love participating in sports, but parents should be aware that collision sports involves the risk of concussions and head injury. We'll talk to a top neurosurgeon. Equal to football in terms of recognized concussions is the sport of soccer. And young ladies that play the same sports as guys have twice the amount of concussion. Then, our nation's food supply seems abundant. Yet a new study says Americans waste an astonishing 40% of food. Just imagine leaving the grocery store with three bags, dropping one in the parking lot, and not bothering to pick it up. That's essentially what we're doing throughout our food system. Those two stories, and much more, are straight ahead on this week's edition of InfoTrack, right after this. InfoTrack. The weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. It's a sad fact, but local sports pages too often carry stories of school sports participants who suffer a concussion or head trauma during a game. How serious is the risk of brain injury among our young athletes? With the story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Our guest is Robert Cantu, MD, Chief of Neurosurgery and Director of Service of Sports Medicine at Emerson Hospital in Concord, Massachusetts, as well as the Clinical Professor of Neurosurgery and Co-Director of Boston University's Center for the Study of Traumatic Encephalopathy. He also serves as a Senior Consultant for the National Football League and now is the author of Concussions and Our Kids, America's leading expert on how to protect young athletes and keep sports safe. Dr. Cantu, welcome to InfoTrack. Thank you. Glad to be aboard. Concussions and similar brain injuries have probably been around since football and hockey and boxing or most other contact sports were first developed. What's happened in the past few years that has brought this into the national discussion? Well, I think the number one thing that's happened is the realization that people can have lives altered by repetitive concussions, even single concussions if they're serious enough. And people can have later life neurodegenerative disease processes occur from taking too much head trauma over the course of an athletic career. Just briefly, give us kind of a thumbnail sketch of what a concussion is exactly. Concussion comes from the Latin word concutere, which simply means to shake violently, and that's exactly what's happening to the brain inside the skull. It's being shaken very violently, and nerve cells and their connections are being stretched and twisted it sets off a metabolic cascade that essentially paralyzes nerve cells that are injured from functioning, from transmitting impulses. And in some cases, actually, the forces are severe enough that actually axons are torn and nerve cells are permanently damaged. I know this is a subject of ongoing research, but how much do we know about the long-term effects of concussions? Well, what we do know is that chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which is a later life for most individuals, neurodegenerative process with severe cognitive and emotional symptoms, is something that is not just purely related to concussion. The subconcussive blows over time, tens of thousands of them, can add up to troubles with CTE, even if there has never been a recognized concussion. What is the normal treatment when someone has been diagnosed with a concussion? Well, the initial treatment of concussion is physical and cognitive rest. And by cognitive rest, I mean we're not allowing individuals to be playing computer games and looking at a lot of TV. 
We need to scale back their homework assignments, and depending upon how severe the symptoms are, we may need to pull them out of school. How concerned do you think parents should be about their youth athletes? Well, I think they need to be concerned, and I don't blame them for not having been in the past, but with the knowledge that we now have today that young brains are particularly vulnerable, they're not myelinated. The myelin is the coating of the nerve fiber, the axon, like coating on a telephone wire gives it strength. So without that myelin, the cells are more vulnerable, and youngsters are with very large heads and very weak necks, and that bobblehead doll effect is certainly putting the brain at greater risk. One of the things you wrote about that I thought was interesting is that symptoms are often so subtle that a parent might be most likely to recognize it more than a coach or even a doctor. Yes, we try to empower the parents not to suddenly become overnight doctors, but definitely be an advocate for their children and definitely be able to recognize when their children might be having concussion symptoms. And certainly nobody knows their kids better than their parents. Certainly they know them much better than a coach. And parents often can pick up on very subtle changes in sleep patterns, eating patterns, emotional patterns in their child, much more acutely even than doctors sometimes. You touched on it there, but can you give us just some symptoms that parents should be on the lookout for? Yeah, there are four baskets of symptoms. One basket is the cognitive group. Youngsters have difficulty with memory, attention, focus, the kind of things you pick up by they can't do their homework the way they would normally do it. It takes longer or they can't do it at all. Another basket are sleep symptoms, sleeping more, sleeping less, trouble falling asleep. Another basket are emotional symptoms, a child becoming much more anxious, much more irritable, even to the point in some cases of flying off the handle where they normally wouldn't. And then the really big basket are somatic symptoms, such as headache, lightheadedness, dizziness, trouble with balance, sensitivity to light, sensitivity to noise. Our guest on InfoTrack is Dr. Robert Cantu. He's one of the nation's top neurosurgeons, a senior consultant to the National Football League, and the author of Concussions and Our Kids. Dr. Cantu, we typically think of football as the sport for concussions, but what other sports might be surprising to parents in particular? Well, it might surprise some of your listeners that equal to football in terms of recognized concussions is the sport of soccer, especially for young ladies. And young ladies that play the same sports as guys, ice hockey, basketball, soccer, have twice the amount of concussion reported as do the guys. So they're clearly at high risk. Other sports are the ones you kind of expect, ice hockey, lacrosse. We've heard that in football, improvements in technology for helmets might be the answer, but what are your thoughts on that? No, I don't think they are the answer. I think they're a great solution to skull fractures and intracranial bleeding. I think they're a very good solution to focal impacts to the head, as would occur from a stick hitting you in the head, such as is the way concussions happen in women's lacrosse and women's field hockey. And that's why we believe in each of those sports, helmets and face masks should be made mandatory. But the majority of concussions in football and other collision sports come from a violent swiveling of your head on your neck. It's the rotational forces that are most injurious, and those forces are not significantly attenuated by helmets. I think you've poked quite a few holes in myths about concussions so far, but maybe you can just touch on some of the other more common myths out there about concussions. Sure, that you have to have a blow to the head to have a concussion, that's a myth. You can 
simply have your head whiplashed significantly enough from a blow to your back or a blow to your chest to produce a concussion. That concussions have to have loss of consciousness. They don't. More than 90% of athletic concussions, there's no loss of consciousness. Helmets and mouth guards do not protect against concussions. That your next concussion will be worse than your previous. Patrice Bergeron's a great example of dispelling that myth. First time I saw him, he had symptoms for four and a half months and lost the season. The second time I saw him, he had symptoms for 14 days and he was back within a month. And the third time he had a concussion, he had symptoms for four days and was back within two weeks. So what kind of changes in youth sports would you like to see that would make a difference? Well, I'd like to see tackle football start at age 14. And before age 14, youngsters play flag football, learn the skills of tackling, but tackle dummies, not bashing bodies and knocking heads. I'd like to see soccer be played from a youth level on up, but under the age of 14, I would eliminate heading in soccer which is the major activity responsible for concussions. Not heading the ball, but colliding heads and colliding other body parts in the act of heading. And in ice hockey, and we're almost there because it's age 13. When I started the book two years ago, it was age 12. I would eliminate full body checking until the age of 14. So if you were talking to a parent who is thinking, you know, maybe it would not be wise to let my kid participate in these kind of contact sports, what kind of advice would you offer them? Well, I'd simply say that no trauma to the head is good for the brain. You cannot condition the brain to take trauma. All you can do is injure it if it takes too much. I don't want parents being paranoid about these things. I want kids to play sports, but I want the sports modified at the youth level to make them much safer in terms of brain trauma. Certainly important advice. Dr. Robert Cantu, the author of Concussions and Our Kids, America's leading expert on how to protect young athletes and keep sports safe. Dr. Cantu, do you have a website? We do. It's robertccantumd.com. And Cantu is spelled C-A-N-T-U. Well, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you very much. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, a new study says America wastes an astonishing 40% of our food supply. The eye-opening story, coming up. Stick around, there's more InfoTrack straight ahead.